Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Reprisener, as presented by Totally Reprise. I am your uh, host for this party this evening, uh, number two, and I'm joined, as always, by your uh, guest and mine, number six. Wait, what the fuck? Why are you number two? Because... <laughs> Sometimes I get to win. <laughs> we have number one here with us. Uh, you know it. <laughs> Fucking who, take every win. Who is number I one? Take it's everyone me, away from you, baby. It's Luke is number one. That's the yeah. That's the the end of this podcast. Give it we to me, baby. It. We can just stop now. That's pretty much the whole thing. The season, the the series finale is gonna roll around, and like number one's gonna arise out of like a volcano or some shit, and it's just gonna be me all along. <laughs> it was me, Austin. That's why you wanted us to watch it all this time, is because you're in it. Rover <laughs> is gonna pop like a bubble, and I'm just curled up inside of him in a fetal position, like the opening of the Terminator. Rover is going to give Kojima's birth to me prisoner. in the season finale. Uh. Might as well just say it now. Uh, Julie messaged me while uh, between recordings uh, saying that uh, Ramiel and uh, Rover in the uh, uh, your name situation where they switch bodies. Oh, yeah, I ship it. One Wait, is a, one is a city orb and about? one is a country orb. <laughs> no idea what's happening right now. Luke, what did you do this week? Ramiel's an angel from Neon Genesis Evangelion, Molly. He's oh. just a big rhombus. I see. I see. Yeah. Anyway, um, I didn't do a ton this week because there was a very long episode of Eidolon I had to edit, and that took up most of my free time. Now, are you talking about rock or pop? Rock. Yeah, okay. That makes more sense to me. Yeah. I have not even started on pop, which I should have, but didn't. Yeah, fuck it, you know, it's Friday, whatever, party yeah, on. Yeah, uh-huh. I just feel like I'm setting myself up for a bad time tomorrow and the next day. Oh, you very well may be, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, in between doing that, uh, they put out a new Super Smash Brothers character. Oh, yeah, right, I forgot they did that, because yeah. <laughs> who fucking cares? I do! I, know. Well, I, think, I think maybe it's appropriate to say that you did. <laughs> what do you mean? You did care about this character. I still do. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, tell me well, tell me about it. All right, yeah. They put in Min Min from ARMS, which I appreciated because Min Min was my main for, like, the three weeks that I played ARMS. It was your Min Main. Yes, exactly. She's my main main. Um, and she's got big noodle arms that she can stretch out all, you know, stretchy-like. And all, she- all noodly. As she does a throw, one of her arms turns into a dragon, and that's cool. And that is kind of cool. You know, fucking Super Mario can't do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, he can turn into a bunch of stuff right now. Um, He can wear a bunch of fucking costumes. That's different. Yeah. Mario is a man of many hats. (laughs) Right. No, he's a man of exactly one hat. Um, Explicitly one hat. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she's a very, like, good character. <laughs> uh-huh. She She seems, uh, not the, the highest tier type of situation. I but just remember the last thing I saw you say about this, which is why I thought you weren't interested in where the last yeah, thing yeah. Uh, I saw you say was, oh, she's bad. 
she's bad in that um, every single fight with anybody who's kind of a good character is an intense uphill battle with her. Okay. But she's fun to use, yeah, and she's weird, and I appreciate it. Yeah, you do appreciate weird generally. Yeah. Like, she kind of... I mean, she does control, like, a Smash character, but... L- she's probably the most they've deviated from how, like, Smash inputs work. Because, like, okay. her A and B buttons do the same thing. But it's just with one arm or the other. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. So it's very much like... You throw out your left arm uh, and get them to block that, and then they drop the block, and you throw out the right arm and get them. That kind of thing. Oh, so they're, like, independently on cooldown? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's a good... Tr- it is interesting, because that's how ARMS works, and ARMS is an interesting right. video game. Oh, I don't believe that part, but sure. <laughs> ARMS is good... Why is everybody mean about ARMS? Because it's called ARMS, first of all. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's a that's game a about... Good name. It's okay, no it's not. Uh, and then secondly, because it's about people who just have big long noodle arms and it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, you just described a bunch of reasons why arms is good. No. <laughs> no, my friend. Number one uh, arms disrespector right here. I will sit here for the rest of my life. Arms is uh, a little thin, especially in terms of like single player content, but the core Fighting system of that game is a good time, and I will stand by that till the day I die. I, I've heard people are right are mad right now about not beefy arms or something. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Why? Why would you bring that to us? Why would you set that down in front of me? Why would you put the Last of Us Two discourse into this podcast in the most awkward way, too? <laughs> yeah. That was a across uh, the court shot that didn't get to the center. It didn't no, even yeah, hit like, the backboard. Unless you've spent the entire past week on Twitter looking at people um, melting down over the idea of women being buff, the, what you just said makes no fucking sense. Hell the day yeah. this the day this episode comes out, nobody will remember what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, by next week it'll be incomprehensible. <laughs> Great. I'm so glad. <laughs> Ashley did the full court shot, but it missed the backboard, and it hit somebody else in the back of the crowd, and now she's going to have to like pay for surgery because she knocked out somebody's teeth. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I did buy the Dishonored collection on Steam. Yeah! Uh, I have never played a Dishonored before. Uh-huh. This game's uh, at least the first one. It's all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. Uh it's um like you said it is very obnoxious that you can't figure out whether or not you have ghost at any time during a level. There should just um, be a little check mark in the on the pause menu. They they do fix it in 2. Okay, it is good. fixed in 2. Um it's not fixed in the DLC for 1 because it's the same game obviously, sure. but Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, they they do fix it for the sequel. Because I, I definitely I thought I ghosted the, the Golden Cat level, and then I got to the end, and turns out I didn't. Luke, I have run the seventh mission, like, four times, um, and it I, it's so... That level is twice as long as any other level, uh, yeah. and at the end of each time, I have been seen by exactly one enemy that I didn't know Ugh. saw me, and that's what tips it over. So I just gave up on trying to get my ghost run in. Uh, in the original, yeah. I might go back at some point, but like, 
Also, like, the detection, yeah. like, feedback is really bad, because it plays the weird, like, violin sting, but it's, like, it's yes. a different violin sting for, like, they think something's up versus they've seen you, but they're very similar in a way that, like, wait, what, what happened? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, they have mostly fixed this stuff in two. That's There's good to hear. a little bit of the music sting stuff, but it is... Um, the way you can tell much better whether or not somebody has properly seen you or not. Right. That that's sounds good to me. Um, I do. I, I was listening to a little bit of uh, the journal updated episode y'all put out about Dishonored. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it just it sounds like you are not me in that you don't constantly just time stop all the time. No, no, not at all. That's like I... the main power I use. Luke, on my non-lethal run, I didn't have time stop until the second to last level. Oh, wow. Dang. Yeah. I yeah. don't have the time stop yet. I have the time slow, and I'm, like, one rune away from getting the full-on stop. The time stop is bonkers. Yeah. It's... It is yeah. so strong. It's just, like, there's nothing more fun to me than, like, oh, there's a room full of guards. I'm going to flip on the slowdown time and just walk in a straight line right through them. And, like, start time up, and they'll all be, like, partially aware. They saw something, like, but they don't the fucking fuck know what. That? Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, I, I saw you, Luke, saying that you've basically been playing this game like Dio. Yeah, I have unlocked the stand the world, and I am using it at every turn. Fuck yeah. Like, the the golden cat, like, I'm, I'm not going fully non-lethal, but I'm only killing the assassination targets. I'm, like, doing yeah, it with, like, that is actually. Rules. Yeah, that's actually one of the, like, um... Achievements is to do specifically that. Oh, that sucks because I definitely like, didn't do that on the first level. I only started doing it on the second. That's <laughs> eh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, but like those two guys were like in closed rooms, and I just like hit stop time, open the door, shoot them in the face, close the door, start time again, and no one knows what the fuck happened. It's great. Oh. It's very good. Yeah. Um, listen, Dishonored's fucking good, man. It's a good game. It's a good game. I'm telling you. It's really funny to me that that studio has basically just... I don't know what they made before Dishonored or if they made anything before Dishonored, but, like, they just went, like, all right, you know it's a good game? Thief. Let's make Thief. All right, that worked <laughs> out. Great, we made Thief. We did it. Great. What else should we make? You know what else is a good game? System Shock. Let's make System Shock. <laughs> I don't know what, like... Late '90s immersive sim death loop is a knockoff of. Let's see. It looks like they only made it. They made two well, games and Dark Messiah: Might and Magic, uh, which is a name I recognize, okay. but I never yeah. played that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they started doing Dishonored, Dishonored mm. Two, and then they were Prey. Also, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's they made System Shock. Yeah, and then they have a Dishonored. Oh, and I guess they were the um, co-op. Wolfenstein people? Oh, they did the, like, fucking... I forget the what that Young game's Blood called. One? Young Blood, yeah. Yeah, and then they have Deathloop coming out uh, this Which year, is, in uh, theory. Which is a takeoff of uh, classic game uh, Dishonored. Right. <laughs> yes. Dude, I'm fucking psyched for Deathloop. We've talked I think we about talked about it last time, but god, yes. Deathloop looks so fucking, fucking good. Psyched. Also, can you tell that it's a Dishonored? If you go back oh, and yeah, look at loop, yeah. you can <laughs> you can see it's the same game. Yes, Different it's the same skin. game, but you have more guns. More guns. I, yeah, I love that. I I wonder if I should give Dishonored another shot, just because like when I played it, I'm just like, I get like 
an hour or two hours in, I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not, no. <laughs> you could just try going to Dishonored 2. Uh, you could see if that works better for you, if Dishonored I, 1 has worked. I did try that, and oh, it was okay. still like, uh, I'm trying to remember, actually, you liked Prey, right? I, I like Prey good enough. I don't like the part where you fight big monsters. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I just wanted to go around and every so often get spooked by a thing that I thought was an ashtray, but wasn't. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Do be like that. Yeah. Yeah, I I like that game. Um, it's something I'm a little, like... If I had gotten that game when it came out, I definitely would have, like, done multiple runs to do the different endings and shit and, like, collected all the runes and bone charms. But, like, because I've got two sitting there waiting, I'm like, no, I'm just gonna buzz right through this, beat it, and move on to two. I cannot recommend enough. Yeah. Uh, just jumping in there. Yeah. Um... What mission are you on now? In- uh, I just did the mission where you kidnap the doctor guy. So I think I'm going to go after the uh, mistress next. You're going to fucking love that level. <laughs> yeah? Great. Uh-huh. Like, I was kind Very of good. like lukewarm on this game until I got to the first assassination, and you could kill him by, like, he poisoned a guy's drink, and you could swap the drinks, and it was going to be like, oh, okay, great game. This is a good game right yeah, here. this is good. It's good. Yeah. It's like... Like I said, it's Thief, but it's Thief with, like, a little bit of Hitman in there, and that's a good combo. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anything else? Not really. Like I said, I've been pretty busy this week. Ashley? Yeah. What's going on in the world of Fallout? (sighs) Yeah, I have, um, so like I said, uh, like, last week, I've kind of fallen off of a GTA. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like... I, like, have logged into it a few times and, like, done a few things, but, like, it always just ends with, like, me doing something and then someone, like, going, like, coming in on this, like, two million in dollar game, uh, bike, uh, that can, like, hover and, like, fly, and then just, like, shooting me and then them flying away, and it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, it's it's like, like, never mind. Yeah, like, I could put effort into this, but, like, what's the point? (laughs) Like, it, you know, if... You just end up being that guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, okay, like, my end result is either just have a bunch of stuff that doesn't matter or be an asshole. And I know that's, like, all video games. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I was like, at least I should have fun while I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is I played Hit Game Fallout 4. <laughs> Okay. The one everyone likes. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, but, so this is the first time I've really modded the fuck out of a game. Sure, okay. Um, like, I've done some modding with, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling, but that was mostly just, like, okay, like, you know, this, uh, I can edit other people's stuff so I don't have to, like, copy it. And, like, you know, just, like, streamlining shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first time I've really just gone like, what if this was just different? Right. (laughs) Uh, And there are definitely people who have changed Fallout 4 into a game that is unrecognizable in certain ways. Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes in a way that I described as a uh, bootleg sex RP Second Life server. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, I didn't particularly go for that. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but I did, uh, download a bunch of stuff and some stuff that just, like, makes it easier. Some stuff that, like, 
adds a cool weapon or something or yeah. cool outfits. Um, and I've actually been having a lot of fun with it. It's I've just kind of accepted that like it's like this is just going to be kind of dumb and silly at points, and it's going to try to be serious, but uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like, if it works for me, then okay, but most of the time, probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the most important mod is the first one I, uh, up I downloaded was something to make it so you don't have a husband. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. It, Fuck out of here, idiot. It, it makes it... You can either choose to just be another random person in the vault. Uh-huh. Or you can spawn as an uh, already out wastelander. Okay. And you can choose, like, oh, I was, like, a part of this faction, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will give you, like, a uh, selection of, like, armor and weapons Does it just, like, go with it. not activate the quest line to search for your son if you do that? So, if you do that, you'll get, like, the quest line rumors of a vault. Okay. Uh, and it will be direct you to the location of vault uh, 111. Mm-hmm. Um... Then you unlock it from the outside and go in and find, like, an audio log of uh, the kidnapping. I see. And, because, like, at the end of the day, like, a lot of stuff needs to happen for that to work. Right. But this also removes, like, like I'm looking for my child. And so right. they also removed all that audio. Oh, um, okay. And so, like, it feels less, incre- like weird when you're like all right i'm gonna just like walk around now and just do whatever <laughs> yeah 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 where like it just adds it like as like another like oh that like i'll figure that shit out some point <laughs> yeah i just remember like everything about that kind of sucks but i remember being so mad that like i could tell it was going to play it like a twist when it turns out your kid was already like a full-grown man like yeah i, I fucking i've read a story before i know what's gonna <laughs> happen yeah, like also, no. Also, I know how time works. Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw like she, like when my first played it, and like your character walks out and she's like, "I'm looking for my kid. He's just a baby." And I'm like, "You do not know when you woke up and fell asleep. Like, you don't." Yeah. Like a hundred years have passed. You don't know fucking shit about shit. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, like it just makes it uh, a whole lot nicer and. Uh, it's still weird to me that no one, like, ever so often, like, someone will go, like, oh, you're, like, from before the war, huh, okay. Yeah. And, like, it, it infuriates me that that is not a, like, larger thing. Right, right. Like, it should be, like, oh, like, th- this is someone who experienced the world before the what we n- now know it is. Yeah, and they just don't care. <laughs> Nobody yeah, like, cares. You meet Preston, and he's, like... Well, I guess you're not from around here if you don't know what ghouls are. And it's like, no, I'm like, yes, because I am from the past. Yeah. Um, Like, there should be a whole fucking, like, tech trees in that game where it's like, oh, here's this old dilapidated piece of technology that no one even knows how it works, but I do, and, like, I can do shit with it. Like, you could have so much fun with that idea. Yeah. Um... I I also got all the DLC because it was, like, during the Steam sale, and... I just got uh, all of the shit just because, I don't know, more shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of the things that you can do is you can edit robots now. Okay. You can you can build a robot, like, workbench and just have 
change around the robots, which is very good because you could just fuck up Codsworth real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, like just give him like tank treads and like mini guns. Hell yeah, fuck that nerd. Uh, and also it comes with a, a new uh lady robot who I think is cool called Ada. Okay. It should just fuck you up. <laughs> Uh, and you can also, like, modify her to, like, give her better shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm, it's kind of exactly what I need right now in, like, yeah. a, just, like, just something to kind of, like, focus on, and you can focus on, like, small little things. Right, right. Uh, especially when I am not working, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Molly, what have you been doing? Um, I finished Mass Effect 2 um, because I wanted to relieve myself of that pain as quickly as I could. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and then I started playing Dishonored 2 and I realized that I'm way too far ahead of my journal updated schedule. However, I wanted to fucking play Dishonored 2. <laughs> I wanted to play Dishonored <laughs> 2 so bad. Uh, and it slaps. It's a good, good fucking game. I'm not going to talk about it much yeah. here, obviously. Um also been dipping into Legends of Runeterra a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, played a played a few rounds of that. That's a weird game, man. Um, it's it does the thing where you you gain like one mana every round, right? Right, like like uh, a lot of the online. It's you should probably just say like it's a Hearthstone. It's not though. <laughs> okay, I under. It's a Hearthstone. It can be a fucking better game or whatever, but it is a Hearthstone. Well, no. Okay. Um, like I, I guess I would describe like um, Eternal, which is um, yeah, uh, another game. It's not a Hearthstone. It's a Magic the Gathering. If Magic the Gathering had been invented when the internet existed, like e- Eternal is sure. as close. As close to Magic the Gathering as you get without playing Magic the Gathering. Um, I understand. At this point, though, like, I and I understand Magic the Gathering is first, whatever. Like, MTG Arena is a Hearthstone. Like, that's a okay. s- certain kind what? of what digital the fuck are you card game. What talking about? No, it's not. Yes, it is. In what? Like, all the presentation of it. Okay, but it's... It's a different... It, anyway. It's a Hearthstone. No, okay. Um, first of all, fuck you. Secondly, um, it's it is it's a bit weirder than Hearthstone is. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can play creatures on your opponent's turn. Um, yeah, there are fast spells. There are spells that like can't be reacted to that just happen. Um, like damage sticks, like in Hearthstone, uh, and some creatures actually have the ability to not have damage stick. Right, uh, which is kind of cool, um, but it's a really interesting take on card games that I think is more interesting and different than any other one of these, like you know, mm-hmm. online card games yeah, that yeah. I've played. Uh, it's really interesting. I I will probably keep playing it for a while, um, just because it is fun, um, and I do um, for for better or worse, have some affection for some League of Legends characters. Sure. Yeah. I saw you talking about it, so I downloaded it and decided to try it out. Um, 
I got bored and stopped before I was done with all of the, like, uh, AI tutorial fights. The tutorial is one of the worst tutorials I've ever played in my life. It is dog shit. It is miserable. I get uh, that, like, you have to have stuff there for if someone's never touched a card game before, but, like, give me a box I can check and say, like, yes, I understand how mana and damage works. Like, just give, well, me, it's not even, give me a rundown. It, it's not even that. It, the turn system is so different than, yeah. like any other one of these and they barely talk about it but they do talk it, it's just a weird weird they, tutorial. they break it it's like they good. interrupt it so often to explain it that like i still don't really understand the turn system yeah and they don't explain any of the keywords during the tutorial like it's just a mess but um they yeah it's weird but uh yeah, yeah i'm probably gonna keep playing that for a while um i've been playing with uh some of my partners it's been a good time yeah um there was a Minecraft update that I have barely looked into. Um, that was pretty cool because it's a it's an update to the Nether. That's been one of um, one of the parts of Minecraft I wished was better, but they mm-hmm. fixed it, so it's uh, it's really cool now. Neat. Yeah. Um, I think that's about all I had going on. Um, y'all want to talk about the prisoner? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about the prisoner. Um, this is uh, episode eight, Dance of the Dead. Um, it's a weird one. Uh huh. It's a it's a very weird one. Uh, we open on some folks in lab coats showing up to Six's place, uh, looking at like the stuff in his apartment, and he's asleep. And they put some like restraints and like I don't even know. They have some like wristbands on him. I don't think mm-hmm. they're restraints, but um. We see number 40, who is a scientist and also the most British man I've seen in my life. <laughs> oh my god, he's so British! He's intensely British. Um, and he is talking to somebody else in the I can't tell what his number is. Um, but yeah. this professor is trying to get results out of Six and get answers out of him without Two's permission. Um, yeah. And this is like the first time we've seen something like this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but they like hook six up to like a thing. They got a headband on his head and like, he wakes up and like throws his arms. Uh, and the professor's like, listen, no, no, this is normal. This is fine. Uh, and he's like, he, I don't think he could tell he's wearing anything weird. Yeah. He um, seems like he doesn't really understand his surroundings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they give a phone to a man, uh, in the room with the scientist, and then Six picks up his phone, um, and he is uh, repeating a script back to Six. Yeah. I just like this guy, like, he's completely immobile, and the doctor is just, like, shoving a hand, a phone into his hand and, like, wrapping his fingers around it. Yes, and then, like, forcing him to press the button. Yeah. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's creepy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, but the guy is like, okay, you gotta tell me everything you know. Um, I know that this is kind of out there, but they, uh, think there may have been a data breach, and I gotta know everything that you know. And Six is, like, definitely resisting. He says, like, okay, you can't, you must not ask me that, man. Like, that's not how it is. Yeah. Um, and then, uh... They have the guy say that it's not him asking, it's the committee. Um, and then Six starts screaming who uh, at him. 
In um, general, I like it on this show when sweaty middle-aged men yell. So this is a good opening <laughs> scene to me. This is a good scene. <laughs> this is a like this guy's name is Dutton. Um and Six eventually like passes back out because he's resisting the thing and then two comes yeah. into the scientist room and is like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing? I told you not to do this." Yeah. Um and he's like, "Listen, I want to break his head open and take all the secrets in there. And two's like, no, we have to like try and coerce him over to our side. Yeah. It's not like, um, I'm sure you could break him, but we don't want to break him. We want to like make him one of us. Yes. Yeah, it, we it, need it's him. That, it's the thing that they said before, which is, I don't want him broken. I want him. Yeah. ours. <laughs> I really yeah. like this number two. This is, this is a pretty good number two. I think she's really good. Yeah. I, I, this whole episode, I didn't hate it, but I felt nothing about it. Um, that I understand completely. I just, I think this number two, like, every time she's talking, I'm, like, I'm engaged, and then she stops talking, and I kind of taper off. <laughs> I I wish she was in a better episode. That is fair. Yes, me too. Yeah. Um, but Six wakes up, wondering what the fuck is happening. Um, throws his robe on, he's chilling. Um, and we see two observing him, um, and she calls him, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and hang on, I gotta get to the part where she does that, because it takes forever. (laughs) Right, he's just, you know, hanging out in his house, looking out at the village. Yeah, shaving. Oh, she, like, talks to him on the TV. she gets a call from somebody else. Right. Like, I like her in her lair, just kind of, like, cozied up in the weird ball chair, just watching him and sipping tea. So, like, she's just having a nice time. Yeah, just having a nice morning. Uh, a maid shows up, and she's wearing, like, a renaissance dress. Yeah. And she's got green hair. Uh, and she's weird. And yeah, Six a little is bit. like, hey, what the fuck is this? It's What's a going costume! On here? It's carnival! It's the rules! Yeah, you know. Uh, and then an old man shows up with the mail uh, and gives him a paper. And then he says, hey, can you sign your number here, Six? And then Six just closes the door in his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really fucking funny. Um, but the village requests number Six to attend the carnival and dance is what's written on this card. Yeah. Um, and we see everybody in the um, the courtyard. They're all just walking in circles. They got weird glasses on. They're spinning umbrellas. Everybody's having a grand old time. Yeah. I think they use one of the shots from the end of last episode where everybody shows back up in the village. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know. Um, I do love Six the ska the sunglasses some people have. They just got checkerboard sunglasses. They do have checkerboard sunglasses. Uh, that they is are ready true. to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and the carnival is called the Dance of the Dead. <laughs> Yeah, you know. I know. That's what I'd call it. I like the, like, town crier asshole in, like, a tricorn hat. It's like, everybody, I must announce that you are hereby ordered to party. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the cat's here. Cat's back. Cat came back. Very next day. Um, and two comes over. It's like, oh, six, I see you finally made a friend. Um, you got your invitation to the carnival, right? It's one of our little traditions. You know how it is. Every year we do a fancy dress and ball. Um, you know, it's a good time. We're promised a cabaret this year. Um, and Six is like, do I have to go? I don't really, uh, I'm not really feeling it. 
And two's like, listen, you can do whatever you want as long as it's what the majority wants. It's a democratic society, you know. Yeah. And then she adds, in some ways. Right. <laughs> you know, just, you know, when we feel like it, we do a little democracy. Yeah, as a treat. Um, I love this cat. Yeah, it's a good cat. Good cat. Um, but uh, two escorts six down to some ladies. Um, and she tells him, like, hey, listen, you should, uh, you should find a date to this thing. Um, get a, get a nice young lady for the carnival. You're too independent. Yeah. Uh, and she, like, brings him over to three blonde women. Is like, hey, pick one of these. And then he looks over to the side at another girl. At a different blonde um, woman. <laughs> yeah, a different blonde. And goes, hey, what about this one? And two is like, no, not that one. Fuck. Uh, and then six is like, okay, so that means I should definitely do it. I'm independent. Let's go. Right. Uh, um, and one, he of starts- the, one of the ladies that is like saying this, she's like wearing like the kind of glasses that you like look at an eclipse or an atom bomb with. Yeah, a couple people wear those in like the crowd shots sometimes. I wonder if those were just a type of sunglasses that people wore during this period. Maybe, or maybe it's just, you know a prop they had or maybe it's just to be weird yeah, yeah. i wonder if it's no just idea. some like i wonder if it's just some like cold war scare shit yeah no clue uh anyway i don't know when the cold war was i imagine it was, it was for a long time it, it, the like from the end of world war Two until 1990 see that's what i thought but i felt stupid after saying it this and I entire to make sure. show is about the cold war molly okay <laughs> they I talk th- about listen. the cold war in like every episode do they? Yeah. Like, sure? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know a lot about the Cold War. We want. Um. Anyway. Um. Six is like, hey, uh, are you with her or not? And then she's like, hey, stop asking me questions. I'd like it if you stop talking to me forever. And, um, and yeah, is... like she's like, I'm with her, Hillary Clinton, Stan. <laughs> Jesus. What? God. <laughs> Actually, Listen, you I just d- keep shooting these free throws, and they're just banging off the backboard. Listen, I don't have a lot to say about this episode, so. <laughs> um, this yeah, is the first th- time I just can't go. Oh man, this episode! This is so awesome. So I'm just gonna shit sit over here and. Yeah, are, are we all in agreement? Is this the worst episode so far? I don't think this is the worst one. What do you think's worse? I I think I like the election episode less than this one. Yeah. I yeah, mm, yeah. I realize it's kind of a personal thing. Yeah, because I just oh, didn't it, think that episode was very good. Right. Oh yeah, no, it totally is a personal thing. It's just yeah, this episode didn't like really didn't work for me. Right. Yeah. Anyway, six tries to go to town hall and he almost fucking dies. I guess I have just just set something <laughs> up for later. I do have a take on this episode that I think makes it better, but I'm not going to talk about it yet. Okay. Um. He tries to go into town hall and something stops him. And then one of the people outside town hall is like, yo, you can't just do that, dude. Yeah. Like, cause that's where, um, number two forty went, who was the girl he was talking right. to. Yeah. There's like an electric shock sound. And he looks like he's like having a heart attack when he walks through the yeah. threshold. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets stopped. Um, and we cut back to the scientist room uh, where now 240 is just watching six because it's she's an observer uh, and she's she's the one who watches him right now. Yeah. Um, but he goes like back towards his place and he sees the cat hanging out outside his house. He's like, hey, hey, that's my cat friend. What's up? <laughs> hey, my yeah, cat friend. 
brings him inside, pours some like cream into a bowl for him, um, and then the maid is there and is like, "Where did you get that fucking cat? You're not supposed to have a cat." Then not God. allowed. I like how she talks. It's not good acting, but I do like it. <laughs> yeah, this episode is all about rules. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Six says, well, listen, I'm not subject to the rules, so I think I'm just going to have this cat now. Yeah. Um, and then the maid is like, I'm going to take this cat with me. And then Six is like, uh, you might get scratched. Yeah. By me or the cat. <laughs> Fuck right. you. And he's like, ah, where does it all come from? The cat, the milk, the ice cream. The like potatoes, the aspirins. What do we sleep? And she's like, bye! Do they bring it in at night <laughs> when we're all asleep? Bah! And then he, like, pushes his pillow against the TV and it makes an awful noise. I love his, like, face when he does this. He's like, yep, there we go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have... <laughs> I did it. I don't think this is a great episode. I, there are moments that are good, though. <laughs> um, Somebody puts flowers in his window, and he's like, hey, what if I don't want flowers on my windowsill? And the guy's like, listen, everybody gets flowers for the carnival. Be seeing you. Bye. Yeah. You get to have them anyway. Right. Like, and then shit, a, loser. A different maid uh, that night gives him a drink, and is like, hey, you should drink this. And Six is like, what if I fucking don't, though? Um... <laughs> And she's like, well, you should. Okay, anyway, bye. I like, uh, he mentions a few times in this episode, like, oh, I'm new here in a way that, like, implies this is fairly early in his imprisonment. I like that yeah. eventually he gives up on not drinking the shit they give him. Because <laughs> we've seen <laughs> in other episodes, he just chugs it and gets drugged out. You know, I think at some point he realizes, well, because in this one right now, he, like, resists going to sleep. Yeah. Um, we see two and the scientist in a different little scene here. Um, talking, they're gonna, two is about to go give a report, and the scientist man's like, okay, you mean you're not gonna tell on me, right? Uh, and she's like, no, I won't, it's fine, you're, you're just enthusiastic, you know? Yeah. Uh, could you give me a directive about Dutton? He's being kind of a dick. Um, and then we cut back to Six, who is, like, looking around his apartment for somewhere else to sleep, because he doesn't want to sleep in his bed, and also the cat's there. He doesn't want to move the cat. Right. Uh, it's just a whole situation. <laughs> Listen, once the cat goes to sleep on the bed, you just have given up that bed. Yeah, you're done. That's it. Bed's over. Um, but he goes and sits, like, in a chair. Um, and then he, when he's laying there, um, he, like, leans back to rest, and then the light above him turns on. And then something, uh, there's like a recording telling him to sleep and have a nice, you know, just have a, just have a nice sleep. Yeah. Just have a nice dreams. We're having a great time here on the village. It's all good. Um, and then Six is like, fuck this. I'm going out. I'm leaving. Uh, and then he leaves his apart, his, his house, which is weird. Cause I don't know why it's such a thing that he does this, but you know. It's curfew, I guess. I'm kind of surprised his door will even open at night. Well, it no. didn't. He went out the window. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Yes. Like, later, I guess that's uh, the thing. In other episodes, he does go through the door. Yeah, he just leaves. Um, maybe it's later on, and they're like, yeah, fuck it. Just unlock it. I don't give a shit. Right. Just let him wander. I don't care. Um. Anyway, we see two going back to her office, and the cat's there. Hey, cat. Uh... And she picks up the phone, and um, and uh, she's like told that six has gone out, and they turn on the TV, and there he is, just running on the beach. He's having a good time. 
he like ducks down and then starts running again. Uh, he's looking at the water. Two calls in Rover. It's like, okay, you're getting a little too close to the border there, bud. Um, yeah. And I believe this is when he finds... Uh, or no, I'm sorry. He goes to sleep out on the beach. Yeah. I just do love uh, his, like, shitty little jog in trying to outrun Rover. Like, he's not trying that hard. He's so tired. <laughs> he's just so tired. Around, yeah. I, you know, had... Luke had told us what the next episode was kind of going to be about, and yeah. I'd seen the description of, like, you know, he finds a body on the beach, and it's a good amount of time until this point, and I was like, right. oh, I guess that was maybe just, like, the wrong... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird, because it takes so long to get here, and it makes the it makes the opening of this episode feel really disjointed from the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Like, the part with the scientist experimenting on him has zero bearing on the rest of the episode. Yeah. Like, it's just a thing that happens. Like, the bearing that it has is it just establishes the character of that scientist. Yeah. Because he hangs around the rest of the episode. Yeah, and it, it feels unnecessary. Yeah. Because, like, it's not anything special. It's no. just he's another one of the people from the village. Um. Anyway, uh, he wakes up and sees a body on the beach. That guy's fucking dead, dude. Sure is. Bummer. Hate I, to see it. It... it it always feels like it would suck to play a dead body on a, like, in something, just because yeah. it's like, you just have to stay there and, like, act like you're, like, you can't move with anything. Right. But this one seems the worst, because you're down like in face the, down in the sand, in wet sand. And, yeah, like, I, wet sand, like, being covered in wet sand is, like, no joke, one of the worst experiences of my life. It sucks, yeah. <laughs> it sucks. And, like, they're um, actually out on a beach, so it's not like he can just, like, walk off set and go shower off as soon as the shot's over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, He has to go take the golf cart up to the... Yeah, yeah. The resort. Um, so, uh, Six starts uh, checking him out. He has, like, a wallet. He's got a picture of him and his girl in there. Um, and Six is like, okay, all right. I'm gonna have to take this radio that he has on him. And I'm gonna use this to try and get a like I'm gonna try and get a message or send one out or something. Um, but then we cut back to uh, the town crier again, giving a proclamation. Yeah, I guess this is everyone, what I was thinking of earlier. <laughs> everyone must party. Yeah, and it is decreed that everybody has to turn back the clock and party hard. In this episode, or number else. six fights for his right to not party. <laughs> yeah, he's desperate not to party. Um, everybody's dressed up. There's a guy dressed up as a shitty little clown, which is the funniest thing ever every <laughs> yes. time they zoom up on his face. Yes. Everyone in this like crowd it. is so miserable as they march around to music and wave flags around. They all look so sad. Yeah. Um, it's some real Pagliacci shit. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah, so we're, we're partying, and then um, Six goes back to his place. Uh, finds that that same maid is now no longer wearing the weird renaissance dress. Right, because she got a new uh, costume that she's saving for tonight. Yes, and she's like, hey, where were you? Uh, and he was like, listen, I was uh, not here is where I was, Yeah, actually. Don't worry about it. What are you talking to me for? And he's like, hey, your costume came. Um, and Six is like, oh, okay. I, don't I get a choice on this? And then the maid is like, no, it's a game, man. Everybody chooses Just... each other's costumes. Yeah, and he's like, um, oh, 
expected something exotic, and the maid was like, oh, what'd you get? And he goes, oh, this is my old suit. Yeah. It's just... Well, yeah, she goes, what does it mean? He goes, that I'm still myself. And she just kind of looks at it for a beat and is like, lucky you! She hates him so <laughs> <Cool>. much. <laughs> like, she's just trying to do her fucking job, and this fucking pill is just ruining her good vibes every day. Every damn day. Um, so Six, like, pulls out the radio again. She does have very, like, large, like... Working the front desk at a yeah. retail job. <laughs> yes. She's like, sir, I I don't have time to explain to you why you can't climb out your window every night. You just can't. You're not allowed. <laughs> that should be I, I, obvious, please. <laughs> I'm going on break in 15 minutes. Just we don't allow me. pets. I don't want to fucking vacuum your cat hair every day. Come on. Come on, dude. <sighs> Everybody else would have been broken by now. Fuck. I swear to God. I always get these ones. Fuck. Um, anyway, we see Six. Uh, two and the scientist are watching Six. And the scientist guy is like, hey, what do we do? He's got a radio. We have to stop him. And then Two was like, just chill, dude. Who fucking cares? It's just a radio. It's like, like you're too eager. Uh, his observer... Will uh, send me a message whenever he puts a bomb in your hospital, so that's all you have to worry about. Uh, anyway, how's Dutton going? Um, and the scientist and he's is like, like oh. Dutton checks out. <laughs> <laughs> Dutton gave me all the info I want, but uh, you know he's hesitant to give me any more. Um, I might, I might kill him. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, two was like, yeah, you know, it's your experiment. Do whatever you want. He's expendable. I don't care. You can kill whoever you yeah, want. Him, we don't care about. Yeah, him, I don't give a shit. Dutton, whatever. Um, Six is stalking out the village. He's just, he's just... He's just always walking, you know? He's always walking! He's just always walking. Um, but he goes up to, like, a little uh, overlook out here. Overlook at the beach, overlook at the village. He pulls out the radio. And he starts listening. Um, and there is some kind of message... About how something can't be dropped off or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it sounds like it's like a coded spy message or something. Yes. Um, and there's no, like... The thing that's interesting is there's, like, no obvious dial or any indication of what, um, like, what he's tuning into. Right. So it's kind of like he's just getting random messages. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, I have a, a message for you. The appointment cannot be fulfilled. Uh, other things must be done tonight, et cetera, right. et cetera. And then two shows up and is like, okay, hand the shit over. Let's go. Too old for these goddamn stairs. Why'd you come up here? Anyway, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's great. Again, I, we've said I, that I do already. really like her. Yeah. Um, but Six is like, all right, here, fucking take it. See if I give a shit. Um, and he puts it down and it plays like some message that is not that interesting, like a typing lesson or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and two's like, hey, uh, you gonna be happy yet? You gonna chill? Everything you want's here. Uh, and six is like, no, everything is elsewhere. And yeah. she's like, no, he, no, He listen. climbs up on, like, the overlook and just stands up there and she's like, ah, oh, jeez, you're not gonna jump, are you? And he's like, no, Fuck. never. To which my response is, why'd you climb up there then, dipshit? What are you? He's just being an asshole. <laughs> why are you just trying to look cool? He likes he wants being to be tall. tall. <laughs> Good work, everybody. <laughs> yep. The drift. 
Uh, so his observer lady uh, sticks around for a minute. Um, and Six is like, huh? Yeah, what'd you, what'd you even do to get stuck here, huh? And then she's like, listen, I can't tell you anything. Stop asking me questions. I hate that about you. Yeah, she keeps, um, like, repeating the slogans from the first episode that were on the signs everywhere. Like, you know, like questions are a burden to others, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and she starts telling him, like, you're such an asshole. You have no values. You want to spoil everything here. It's like, I'm just not going to be a goldfish in a bowl. And then she's like, I'm leaving. Fuck you and your goldfish analogies. He gets very close to saying, you laugh because I'm different. I laugh because you're all the same. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. It's so true. Um, uh, number six is like, welcome to my twisted mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but then Six pulls out the real thing he wanted to keep, which is that guy's wallet. Yeah. Uh, and that's what he really wanted. And then Six goes down to that uh, beached boat they have. Um, I think that's right now, right? Yeah. So he yeah. goes over there. He just walks up to the boat, takes a life preserver and a big coil of rope. And it's like, I'm just going to take these. Bye, y'all. Yeah. Uh, and nobody stops him. <laughs> they just let him go. Um, he goes down to a cave on the beach where he has stashed this body. Um. And then he replaces the uh, photos in the wallet with his ID from the village. Right. And some of the other documents and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he writes a note on the back about what the situation is. He's like a map Uh, of the village. Yeah. Puts it in a little plastic baggie. uh, Folds it up a couple times. Um, and then we see the observer while he's working on this, like scrolling through all the cameras, like, oh fuck, I can't find him. Aw oh, beans. He got away from me again. This sucks. I hate this job. <laughs> they really and need more cameras to... on that beach. They really do. They Get do. some cameras There's in no those cameras. caves. You know the caves are there. Yeah. Um, but the observer lady and she's like, Hey, number two, I, I can't find number six. And two is like, Well, that's no way to say that. <laughs> that seems uh, like a real downer attitude. Yeah, and then the observer lady is like, "No, listen, it's it's just a whole thing." And then two is like, "I don't actually care. He'll show back up. Whatever, do whatever you want." Um, and then the observer lady asks a different lady in there who is number twenty-two. Oh, should I watch number thirty-four instead until you know I can find six again? And she's like, "Oh no, he's dead." Like, um, oh, you didn't hear. <laughs> oh bummer we had a party um, about it and everything <laughs> <laughs> the observer uh 240 is like wait why didn't i know about that what happened to him and 22 is like if you don't know you don't get to know sorry it's just uh it's just how we do it around here um patrick abagoon puts his own face shot he puts his own headshots in this uh <laughs> wallet <laughs> yeah he's like oh now i can finally get a non-spy role <laughs> Yeah. Somebody's going to recruit me as a sailor now. Um, and then he uh, ties this man to the life preserver and then throws him back out to sea as if he will not just wash back ashore. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And then he looks, he like turns like, well, I did, I did my dirty deed and sees that uh, <laughs> he has been watched the entire time. <laughs> yeah, Dutton's been watching him the entire fucking time. Yeah. Um. They end up having... God, that scene where he takes that body out is like a full minute. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, yeah. Uh, Dutton also um, is the guy who was, like, uh, paralyzed in the wheelchair at the start that was talking to him on the phone. Yeah, and he's like, you. You of all fucking people. And then he's like, oh, Dutton. Roland what are you doing Walter here? Dutton. 
<sighs> he seems okay in this scene. Yeah. Yeah, he's all right. Um, and then Six, he's Dutton asks him, who was he? Um, and Six is like, listen, he was just washed up on the shore. How long have you been here? And Dutton's like, oh, you don't know? I like uh, to imagine Dutton was just deeper in that cave watching the entire thing. The whole time? He was just, <laughs> yeah. like, vibing. He's yeah. he's in there with the dudes jerking it to Rover. Yeah. <laughs> Charging the Rover crystal. Yeah. Jeez, that's how they charge Rover back up. <laughs> God. Um, they have the world's least interesting conversation um, about... I don't think Dutton likes Six... Um, but I do think he's the only familiar face somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so they talk for a minute, and he's like, people change, Six. Uh, and Six is like, some people do. I don't. I never change. I've never changed once, actually. <laughs> um, and they talk for a little bit longer, and Dutton says, listen, I told them, like, everything I know. Uh, just because, you know, the irony of it is they also just don't believe me. Uh, and he says, listen, you know, I didn't have access to any of the vital stuff, so they don't think that what I'm giving them is the extent of it. Uh, and by the time they realize I'm telling them the truth, I will be dead. Yeah. And Six is like, well, that's fucked up. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Do <laughs> they be release like that. me for. Yeah, do be like that. Fuck, man. Um, so Dutton says they've released him for 72 hours so he could take in the atmosphere here for a little while. And Six is like, listen, there's still hope. And then. Dutton's like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works, man. Fucking naive motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and then he's just like, oh, no, soon I will cease to exist. And then it just fades into a totally different scene. Yep. With, like, no sensible transition. It's like the night of the carnival now. Six is in a tuxedo, and number two is there dressed like Peter Pan. Yup. And um, I feel like this whole scene is a picture into a better episode. <laughs> <laughs> because now for like the next like 10 minutes number two shtick is going to be that she's trying to gaslight him into believing that the world outside the village doesn't exist and that'd yes. be an interesting episode of the prisoner yeah i mean they've done that one already did they when did they do that i feel like they've done that i don't i don't think, think they so? did maybe i don't know yeah that feels like also what they've been trying to get at the whole time is that sure. there won't be well, yeah, or, for sure. Yeah, that but, was like the... Yeah, I guess you're right. Is that this one, they are just trying to convince him completely that... That, like, there's nothing there's on the nothing. other side of the ocean. Yes. But then also um, she kind of drops that to do the courtroom shtick that she's going to switch to. It's yeah, kind like, of an unfocused episode. Yes. She's dresses up as Peter Pan. Right. Um. This, yeah, Which, you're right. This episode is like... It's a shotgun blast, but they're standing like 20 feet away, yeah. and only two of the little pellets hit, and the rest of them just kind of fall. Yeah, yeah. I do like this scene, like, in a vacuum. Yeah. yeah it's got, like, uh, some interesting cinematography, like, yeah. her dressed up as Peter Pan just adds more to her, like, weird-ass energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Six walks into the ball. Everybody's dressed up. Um, he's chilling. He starts, um, everybody starts dancing. They, like, have the band go, um, and they give Six, like, an actual alcoholic beverage. Yeah. And he's like, oh, wow, that's fucked up. And then she's like, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's party night, so everybody's gonna party. Um, and she says something about how democracy is very inefficient. It's not really that useful. 
Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then Six sniffs his glass of wine, I assume, and goes, mm-hmm. oh, this is a 53. Um, right, that's how you know and, he's fancy. Yeah. There's like, I would is love this where she starts for saying that, that he's dead? to happen and her to just go like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this might be... Oh, right, because he asks, like, oh, why don't I have a costume? And she just goes, maybe it's because you don't exist. Yeah. Um, and, like, the... I feel like this is the thing. Um, the... I think the best version of this episode is everybody tries to convince him that everybody in the outside world knows he's dead. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that should have been the focus of this episode. Right. Rather yeah, like- than saving it for the last 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all are, like, if it is like, oh, like, we have faked your death so there's nothing for you to return to, or, right. no, you're, yes. you have died, and this is some sort of afterlife thing. Yeah, th- there's a lot of ways they could take it, and they don't really commit enough to any of them. Yeah. Um, so he dances with his observer for a while. Dance is a strong um, word. <laughs> they walk around in a circle around the dancing area for yeah. a while. She's kind of dancing, and he's just walking next to her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his observer says, like, hey, how many of these have you been to? And he's like, this is my first and last. Thanks. I'm good. Um, and they stop for a second, and then somebody walks up and like says, no, you have to keep moving. Stop. You can't stop in the middle of the dance zone. Yeah. Um, they walk past the scientist man and number two again. Right, and scientist um, man is like Napoleon. Yeah, he's dressed up as Napoleon. Um, his observer's dressed up as Little Bo Peep. Uh, it's <sighs> now that we're going through it again. I like this episode less. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely watching it again to be like, hmm. Yeah. Um. um yeah, like, and you know, she's Little Bo Sheep, Little Bo Peep, because she always follows her sheep. Right. Right. Oh, I see. Yeah. And eventually yeah, like he, he kind of, like, slinks away and starts to s- do some Metal Gear Solid 3 action. He, when he walks away, there's, like, four people in front of the entrance, and he just, like, puts his arms out and, like, puts his palms together, and then yeah. just separates them. Like, it's like he's opening a asshole. door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he walks into another room, puts on a lab coat that he found, puts on glasses that were in the pocket. I'm like, yo, keep this up. Right, yeah. Patrick McGowan, keep those glasses. You're looking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he starts looking around. He walks into a room, um, like finds a path. He eventually sees somebody like walk out of a room and is stopped. And um, I think this is no, I don't know what her number is, but there's a Doesn't lady matter. who's like, hey, did have you seen her? And she's uh, six is like, oh, you mean two? Um and the other lady's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I got a message. I have to let her know immediately that we got a termination message. Um, and um, he's like, oh, do you want me to? Do you want me to bring it to her? You want me to do that for you? And she's like, oh my god, really? Oh wow, thank you. I would love it if you did that because I got to keep watching these message machines. Right. Um, and she's like, okay, great, thank you. And then six opens it, and sure enough, it is just a black piece of paper in and in white writing. It says Ronald Walter Dutton. Which I think is really interesting because he's the only man with a name. Yeah, that's true. Like, they let him keep a name. They don't, 
like assign him a number in this episode that we see. I, I think he does have a number. It's just that like, yeah, it's interesting that this message isn't for a number. It's for the guy. Yeah. Because yeah. it makes sense that Six wouldn't call him by a number if he knows his name. And like later on, they do get mad at Six for using his name and not his number. Do they? Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, there's okay. no names here, friend. Right. Right. Um, and like we had an earlier thing where in like the first episode where that dude had a number even though he also had a name. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I don't remember him Dutton having a number or I don't remember seeing it, I guess. I don't think they ever like tell you what his number is. Yeah. Um so Six is walking around, so he's looking around this place. He finds like a room with a bunch of filing cabinets. Um and then he goes into another room and it has a bunch of like I don't even know. These are just big drawers where they keep bodies. Yeah, I don't it's know like if a there's like muscle, a specific uh, name not a for this. A morgue. A morgue. Yes. I I don't know if there's a better word for what these are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no idea. But he starts opening them, um, and two comes in. Is like, well, oh, you really just kind of kept running around, huh? Um, and then the cat's there. And then two's like, oh, yeah, that's my cat, by the way. Uh, she really <laughs> likes you. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. yeah she, um, she, she works, she works here for too. me. Yeah. Yeah. And then number six is just like, never trust a woman, even of the four-legged variety. It's like, all right, man. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) He's just being an asshole. Yeah. Um, but he's like, okay, uh, so what are we doing now? And she's like, listen, we're gonna go back to, um, the place. And that body that he put back in the water is now in this cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, okay, so what happens now and she's like oh well we uh we send we're gonna edit this guy edit we're gonna like do some surgery make him look like you and then throw him back out to sea so everybody thinks you're dead i mean that is kind of what she says though because she's like he's like well, what about the note in his pocket like, oh we're going to amend it a little we're going to amend him a little right like, i like how yes. she talks about it yeah mm. we're just gonna change a couple things yeah uh, and then she takes like the key to this room back from him um and six is like, oh, so I'll be dead. And then two is like, yeah, you know, a small confirmation of a known fact. We, yeah. you and I both know you're dead. Right. Yeah. Like a small confirmation of a known fact is a great line. Yeah. 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 It's really good. Um, it's unfortunately wasted on this episode. <laughs> yeah. Again, this number two is fantastic. I love yeah. all, like how she delivers every line. It'd be nice if she had a better episode. Uh, anyway, time for a little fun, a uh, little funky trial scene. Um, yeah, two or six is on trial now. This um, was when I started looking at like the time left, and I'm like, yep, really, guys. <laughs> this whole section really just feels like padding for time. This goes nowhere. It's not interesting. They do, they do a trial because six like, had I can a radio. Imagine, like Patrick McGowan had a vision of like. Oh, it's like a masquerade ball where we hold a trial in the middle of the dance floor, and like that sounds interesting, but it doesn't it doesn't translate to an interesting scene. And like I'm trying yeah. to like pick it apart of like, is it saying something by having like all of the judges be like their lead, like they're like royalty? Yeah, because it's like the judges are dressed right, as like Napoleon. Caesar, Napoleon, and like Catherine the Great, I think, or maybe it's probably the, yeah. or something like that. Jean d'Arc. And like uh-huh. the like the one witness they have that isn't uh, Bo Peep is just as Cleopatra, right? Yeah. And I'm like, is is that what they're going for? But I don't. It's I'm hard sure there's to... something there. They thought they were saying something with that, but I don't really. Uh, 
Yeah, they didn't. Uh, they didn't get there on yeah. this one. Um, I think we can like actually skip most of this. It we've basically described everything. It, there's a little shitty trial. He's found guilty of having a radio. Right. The, oh, the, like the um, big like thing of it is like oh number two is his defense attorney, and it's just like oh look at how corrupt and unfair the quote unquote justice system of the village is. That. That's the scene. It's like, yeah, we know. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the part that made me, gave me, like, my laugh of this episode. Yeah. Is uh, he calls Dutton as his witness. Which, one, he's yeah. like, I'm going to, like, bring out a character witness. And I was 100% sure he was going to bring up the cat. <laughs> I wish he would have brought out the cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought this was going to be some Phoenix Wright parrot yep. shit. That would have been such a better episode. That would have fixed everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, he brings the Dunn, and Dunn just shambles forward, dressed as a jester with his sad little balloon. <laughs> yeah, and they've clearly, like, turned his brain off again, because he can only, like, focus on the balloon. Yeah. Yeah, and he just sits down, and, t- and Six is like, ah, beans. <laughs> yeah. And then he does the fucking, like, cartoon move after they sentence him to death, where he just slowly starts walking through the crowd and then just breaks into a sprint. That yeah. scene is great. Yeah, that that part's good. Once this trial ends, like, I think the rest him. of the episode is good. But also, it's like two minutes. Yes. Yeah. But those two minutes, good. Two minutes are great. There's, yeah, you know what? There's like sections of this episode that are really good. Yeah. Um, but as a whole package, yeah, it's not. It's not great. Right. I still had a good time watching it. Yeah, I didn't. I don't hate um, this episode or anything. It's just it's yeah. weaker than average. Yeah. And, like, um, the average that we've been having is already, is like, so fucking high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Like, it's maybe out of this context that you can see that it is, like, just, you know, it's, a, it's like, a good thing of TV, I guess. Sure. But in it, it's, like, way harder to just kind of get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he eventually, like, makes his way out. Um, he escapes from the crowd who's been chasing him for a few minutes, uh, because it's, like, mob justice or whatever, and he goes into a room, and you can hear, like, some kind of electronic whirring, um, and he walks over to a, like, separator, like, tears it down, and there's a printer behind it. Yeah, just, like, Uh, endlessly printing, you can presume, like, instructions. Yeah, uh, and he, like, goes in there, and he starts ripping all the wires out, and there's a bunch of paper. Yeah. Um, and it stops... Uh, and then he looks out a window, and they can't, they don't seem to see him, and then two walks in and goes, it's a one-way mirror. They can't see you. Like, um, they've never, they've never seen in here, they never will. Um, it's because they lack your initiative. Yeah. And Um, he's like, oh, why are they trying to kill me? And she goes, oh, because they don't know you're already dead in that box in the basement. And, yeah, I was like, I feel like this is, like, trying to say something. Uh Uh-huh. But I can't tell you what it is, and I don't know if that's a failure on my part or their part. Sure, I think it's yeah. definitely their part on yeah. this one. Um, yeah. So, um, six says, well, "You know, you're never gonna win." And then two is like, "Well, then, how very uncomfortable for you." And then just starts laughing, and that's the end of the episode. Well, she starts laughing, and then the printer with all of its wiring ripped out oh, starts yes. printing again as she laughs, and he's just like stunned by this. And then it cuts to the his face getting slammed by jail bars. I think that is a great image for this show. Like he yes. broke the machine, and it won't stop turning. 
Yes, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. And also her final line is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that fucking sucks if you're never going to give up because, uh, like, that we're just means your life is hell. This. Yep. That just means we're doing this forever. Yeah, that just means, like, you're doomed to be unhappy because this is how the world is. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so here is what I think about this episode. Okay. We have talked pretty extensively. This It's kind of scattershot. It's, it's a little weaker. Um, you're going to tell me to shut the fuck up, but I just bear with me for a second. Okay. This should be episode two or three of the series. This is the only one where I'm like, no, this actually is hurt by the official sequencing. Because if this was earlier on, it's him, like, prodding at the village, trying to learn more about it. Like, all the questions he has about, like, oh, where does the, the supplies come in? Oh, I've got this radio. That's weird. Where'd this dead body come from? While also the village is prodding at him, you're getting lots of little snapshots of what the village is like. It wouldn't save the episode and make it good, but it would make more sense on, like, a dramatic level if it wasn't nine episodes into the show. Eh, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, like... It's still a bad episode. It is a weaker episode. I think it would feel less weak earlier on in the running. I can get that, but, like, the things I don't like about this, I feel like I would still not like it. Sure. Yeah. I don't think putting it earlier makes, like, the... Even... Here's the thing, is that I would be less excited to watch the show if this was episode two or three. I'd be like, fucking really? Okay. Oh, That's boy. also fair. That's also fair. Yeah. Like, I don't... Again, I don't think changing the watch order fixes anything about this episode. Like, or anything about, like, the way the show works. Like, it's still the we- one of the weakest episodes of the show. I, I think that's true no matter what. I think it is less weak if it's earlier on. That's and uh, In general, I am totally with you. Fucking who cares? Just watch it how they say to watch it. I think this one would feel better earlier. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not convinced. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, I did cringe extremely hard when you saw the dude dressed up as a native in the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that one's not good. We talked about it. It's a show made by British people in the 60s. There's going to be some casual racism. Yeah, that one. that one's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Something I've also yeah. been thinking about, and it's not like a... And thus, this the prisoner is canceled. Right, uh-huh. Um, but, like, it's weird that almost all the dudes in the village are white. Right. But you have definitely seen women of color... But just in, like, a service role. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I don't, like, I'm not exactly sure if that's saying anything or just... I think what that's saying is that uh, the TV production system of Great Britain in the 60s was kind of sexist and racist. And they just didn't, like, like, it didn't occur to them to cast outside of that. I'm trying to understand, like, what level of racism it's on. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, is the, are, are they saying something in The Prisoner about this, or is it... My gut says no, but, like, I'd be open to a take on how, like, that's actually something you're supposed to think about. I, I'm not equipped at this moment, or probably ever, to sure. have that take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we have other questions and takes. Yeah. Great. Uh, from our listeners. Uh, from at Chum Percival, what Prisoner character would you fan cast as a Phoenix Wright character? Hmm. The cat. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I would have uh, the the Milk Boy number two as one of the. Uh, oh, like Milk Boy. Okay. The witnesses. I was gonna say Milk so, Boy number two would work well as like the tutorial prosecutor that you just crush. Okay, just anyone who has a big like meltdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you know, like when he gets like caught out, he like spit out his milk and right, right. He like you know when he finally breaks, he like throws it down and it shatters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of the number twos would make good prosecutors. Yeah, yeah. like the number two from Chimes of Big Ben would definitely be like your your final boss prosecutor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got big final boss energy. Mm-hmm. Um, from at Mike Loves Rabbits, thoughts on the Mask of the Red Death? It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's I remember not my liking favorite. that short story. It's not my favorite Poe short story, but it's good. Yeah. There's like a board game on based on it that I want to try. Like they talked about it on a waypoint like a year or two ago. I thought, oh, that sounds cool. I should play it sometime. From at Gatsby Below, uh, you've been given 30 minutes to suddenly get ready for a costume party. What's your go-to outfit? <sighs> I just I just have all the stuff for a Jade Harley outfit. I'm sorry, everybody. That's yeah, just true. Yeah, yeah no. I, uh, I mean, like, I have all the stuff ready to go for Rose Alonze. I don't think I have the supplies for any costume. <laughs> all right, Luke. What, you gotta, though. You gotta. Fuck. Uh, how much time do I have? 10 minutes? 30. 30. 30. Is there like that, a tux- that- if there's a tuxedo rental shop open, maybe I can throw together a penguin costume. I, there's a party city nearby. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't really do costumes. That's okay. Like the one time I've dressed up as an adult, I just got a pair of overalls and did a Super Mario thing. Yeah, why not? Yeah. There you go. You're you're Super Mario. I'm now. Super Mario. I'm you're Super Mario. From at tabletop camera, uh, if you could throw your ideal party, what would it? Be, uh, what would that be like? Hmm. Wait. Say it again. If you could throw your ideal party, what would that be like? Oh, I don't know, man. I've thrown it a few times because it's just a bunch of people chilling. <laughs> like I don't I don't like big parties. The best party I had for whatever reason it ended up I think my parents just wanted an excuse to like have me make friends or some shit. So they ended up like volunteering to host cast parties for like the drama club after they a play finished. Sure. Uh that was involved with that. Um those parties tended to be pretty fun. We had like a fire pit in the backyard and then just kind of kept the back door open so you could go from outside to like into the like basement where we just had like guitar hero set up and like a queue to play guitar hero mm-hmm. or you could just go into the uh-huh. other room and sit on the couch and just have a nice time yeah uh i think my ideal party would be like i'd have a giant like projected screen and i'd basically be a dj but with movies <laughs> i would just play weird movies yeah i and also uh, that I'm reminded that I had a casino themed party one year. Okay, okay. And my parents like rented like a roulette thing, uh-huh. like a roulette table. Uh, and then, but like Rockman had just come out. Uh huh. 
and I had set Rock Band up in my room, and we were having a similar thing, and then my mom was like, no, we paid money to rent those. Yeah. You will play roulette. <laughs> yep. I remember my mom, when that party was starting, like, I was setting up guitar here, and she's like, no, come on, there's gonna be a bunch of people here, no one's gonna, like, don't play a video game while you're having a party, and then that was all anybody wanted to do. Yeah. Because <laughs> Guitar Hero rules. It's fucking good. Yeah. Uh, from at Demood Rules, what do you think is the criteria to criteria to become a number two? Was Miss Buttersworth chosen entirely due her, to her baking skills? Nah, Miss Buttersworth chosen because she's a stone cold bitch. <laughs> she's a stone cold killer. That's why. How many people has Mrs. Butterworth murdered? Dozens. Like, how many like democratically elected leaders has Mrs. Butterworth assassinated? That's- yeah, probably a good amount. Yeah. Beyond our count. Yeah, she puts one candle in that cake for every uh, snipe, <laughs> sniper mission she's gone on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, some, but for some of them, it seems like it's pretty low bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from Matt Was Cosplay, do you know that on stage, Peter Pan is usually played by a woman, and that this number two... Uh, did so when she was younger. I knew the first part and not the second. Yeah, didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, if you could put a Disney film on trial for petty reasons, what would it be <laughs> in? Uh, what is the ch- uh, charge? I like the per- for petty reasons. Right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's an important thing to set up for this. <sighs> Disney film on trial for petty reasons. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, go ahead. I was just going to say cars. I don't know if that counts, though. (laughs) (laughs) The petty reason being I had to watch it, but the real reason being how fucking disgusting it is. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I would put uh, Moana for how bad their villain song is. Yeah, it's not not the best villain song. Does it even have a villain song that's, like, not even the villain of the story? No, but it's the closest, like, you get to, like, what the villain song is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that, and, like, villain songs are supposed to be, like, the best part. Yeah. And, like, I don't hate that song, but it's probably the worst song from that movie. Yeah. Uh, the the film Gigantic for getting cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> The Disney movie where they were reimagining Jack and the Beanstalk where Jack was going to meet a giant lady (laughs) and hang out with her, and they fucking canceled it. Wasn't she also, like, supposed to be a child? Was she? Okay, never mind then. I I remember seeing, like, the concept art, and it looked like a, like, big little girl. Maybe that's true. I don't remember. It was years ago. I just remember feeling very sad. Even if that even if that girl was little, there was probably some. Listen, we're gonna stop here. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should let this one go. Just gonna. She, she gotta have a big mommy. <laughs> Stepped uh, into something I didn't mean to. Just gonna wash at, my boots off. From at bookcase queen ninety six, what would number six for Sona be? Uh, especially with this episode, I feel like he would have a very edgy persona. <laughs> Yeah. Just like a fox with heterochromia and like a tuft of black and red hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. 
from At Rush of Nowhere, what would you wear to the Dance of the Dead? Um, I would go, like, full Plague Doctor. Wait, should we do this like we gotta pick each other's costumes, since that's the thing? I don't know if that's the thing, or if they just told him that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, god, I don't know, I'm not one for costumes. Yeah, it's gonna be like a historical costume, it seems like that. Well, Peter Pan, though, I don't know. And Little Bo Peep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jade Harley. (laughs) (laughs) Super Mario. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I I truly I truly do not like costumes that much. It might be fun to just like have just a big stupid set of plate armor for a night. God, that'd be sick. I don't know. You could do like uh uh like a I fucking put together like a queen costume. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. It would be very funny if, like, yeah, like everyone's like queens and kings and like all these historical people, and then I'm just like poison from Street Fighter. (laughs) (laughs) And like, oh, I guess this is more of a kind of party. Oh, y'all were doing something different. Okay, you should have been more specific about what kind of costume. I went to a friend's part, like birthday party once, and my mom was insistent that like I dress nice. Uh, like so like and like dress like nice nice so like i wore like a suit and a suit jacket and like you know suit pants like all very nice and then everyone was there wearing cargo shorts and t-shirts and i thought like the biggest fucking idiots yeah did you have one of those kids uh at your school well i guess i didn't have one of these in high school just in college who like showed up to every class in a suit yes yes yeah Hmm. Just why? Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Not impressing anybody. Especially like in high, especially in college, especially in high school, like for two different reasons. Yeah. Like in college, like listen, man, people are coming here and they're fucking. We're all doing like, pajamas. I, yeah, like I know that you think you're like taking this seriously because, right. but I will tell you that suit will do you no favors when you're. Behind the counter at the McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from at uh, Canvas Qual, where does this number two rank among the ones we've seen so far? Like, I think we've all said kind of high, but we wish she was in a better app. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm uh, trying to think. She, she might be, like, one of my favorite number twos. Mrs. Butterworth, top tier, number one. Mrs. Butterworth is really good. Yeah, I don't know. That's I, tough. I, I, I still think Chimes of Big Ben number two is my number one. Yeah, I think he's my favorite. Um, she, this one might be my second place. But like, Mrs. Butterworth is really good, but she's really good because she plays against type. I feel like Peter Pan number two is good because she like, like she's a very good like this is what number two is kind of character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like if if the Big Ben number two is like the like playful like, you, like I'm the cool teacher, but uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But like number also two. he has an angry side to him where he's not that cool. Yes, like you know because he's still the villain. But like number right. this number two is like all like fucking insults. Well, not like insult, like you know. Yeah. Her good side is only, like, barely containing her. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And she, like, she just feels like she is very, like, like dominating every conversation, which is fun because she's a very petite woman. 
Mm -hmm. But, like, she feels like she's just in control every time she's on screen. Yeah. Like, it says a lot that, like, she performs several lines that, like, are really, like, impactful while wearing a Peter Pan outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this, this episode's already not great. It would be, I'm, it might just be bad if she wasn't saving it. Yeah. Um, from at uh, Fuck Shit Avenue 1, uh, do you ever listen to anyone or anything on AM radio? If so, what? Nope. No, not since I left. Not... Yeah, my parents did. Yeah, like, as a kid, I mainly did. Like, uh, you know, I listened to the radio Disney, and I also listened to a lot of NPR, because that was the kid I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom... Listen, I, I... Yeah. I, I had tapes of Prairie Home Companion and This American Life. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, my yeah, mom definitely I... listened to a lot of uh, Dr. Laura Schlesinger. A fucking advice lady. She was awful. Yeah. She eventually got kicked off the air for saying the N-word. Oh, cool. Yeah. To a, nice. I think she asked like a black man who called in. Why she wasn't allowed yeah. to say it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like when I was a kid, there was a lot of radio in my house, but it was all Rush Limbaugh and Dennis Prager and Michael Medved, so. The only saving grace is that uh, I think, I think you see Michael Savage or yeah, whoever yeah. came on after her, and my mom would always be like, oh no, this guy's an asshole. It's the right. only was, nice was, thing yeah. she did for me on AM radio. Yeah, my dad did not... Even my dad didn't really like Michael Savage. He'd listen to him. Like, you know how sometimes you have a podcast where, like, I don't love it, but if none of my other shows have a new episode, I'll throw that one on. Sure. That was him with, with Michael Savage. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I think these days he's all, he's just Dennis Prager all the time. No, nah, he listens to some Rush Limbaugh still. It's sad. <laughs> it's all bad. Yeah. Am radio as hell, dude. Mm-hmm. I when I was a nine one one dispatcher, they just played the radio all day long. It was like either the radio would be on all day long, and they were twelve hour shifts, which was enough time for like the radio song rotation to repeat like at least three times. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, and or they would just have HD TV on the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you could have Property Brothers, or you could have uh, just from the year it was like. Get lucky and I don't care on a loop on the radio. God. <laughs> um, well, that's really it for questions. Okay. Uh, yeah. Luke, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on audioentropy.com. Uh, we recorded a Let's Place for the first time in months. Hell yeah. So that'll be coming out hopefully like the day after this is out. Um, but the main thing I'm doing right now is a show called Eidolon Playtest, where I GM two different actual play campaigns releasing on alternating weeks uh, in order to playtest the game that Molly and I have written together, Eidolon Become Your Best Self. If you go to patreon.com slash Playtest and give us five bucks, you can get a copy of that game right now. Yeah. You should do it. You should. You should. Uh, actually. Yep. You can find me at Yuri My Brain with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your Give fucking money. Ashley, your fucking money. Right now, it's mostly Fallout and bitching about shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with the Y E R. You can find me at uh, audioentropy.com, uh, at uh, I need mayo.com. Um, and did I already say that? Might have already said that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Journal Updated over on Abnormal Mapping, doing a bunch of different podcasts. Um, our episode on Dishonored is up, so if you want to listen to that, you should, because Dishonored's a great game. It's fun. Um, so give that a listen. Uh, you can go to um, audioentropy.com, hit that little donate button in the upper right-hand corner, give us a little bit of money for the website, just to, just to host it, you know. Uh, if you want to do that, we would really appreciate it. Uh, leave us a review somewhere, wherever. I'm sure there's more places than just iTunes to take reviews. You could leave them wherever you want. Um, and tell your friends about the podcast. Yeah. That's how, that's how yeah. podcasts get around. Um, and I think that's it. Ashley. Oh, wait, Luke, tell us what the next episode is. Oh, shit. Let me pull it up. Fuck. I closed Amazon. Give me one second. Aha. We'll just, ah. Let's just vamp. What do we I got? Won. I won this time. I'm the winner. Ah. I'm the one ah, who remembered this it's time. Gonna... Fuck. Shit. It's almost... I'm pulling up the... Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. All right. Our next episode is called Checkmate inspired by a large chess game with people taking the place of game pieces number six formulates a new escape plan with some compatriots that sounds like it's gonna suck i won't lie i remember it being all right all right <laughs> what yeah. what is the chance that at a uh critical moment someone says the line checkmate like 80 percent, i'd say yeah probably not guaranteeing it but it seems high yeah uh ashley Uh, Until next time, be seeing ya.